Yesterday, the Fargo Moore West Fargo Chamber had a great event all about ag and its impact here on our community. The person that emceed the event and did an outstanding job, Dr. Greg Lardy. He is the VP of Ag Affairs at NDSU Extension. He's joining us live tonight. Dr. Lardy, it's great to have you. Welcome to Point of View, sir. Thanks, Chris. Glad to be here. So I thought the event yesterday was phenomenal. Obviously, not everyone had a chance to see it. So if you don't mind, for you or for our audience, I should say, What's the most important thing you think our audience should, should know about what took place in yesterday's roundtable? Yeah, Chris, I think the take-home message I would say from that roundtable is really about the economic impact of agriculture, not only across rural North Dakota and Minnesota, but really right here in Fargo-Moorhead and across our metro area. There's uh, plenty of businesses and plenty of economic activity that's directly and indirectly related to agriculture. I don't remember the exact numbers, but do you have some numbers if you happen to remember that you can share with our audience? Yeah, you know, the, the uh, economic in, um, impact of agriculture just across the state of North Dakota in terms of, of sales of uh, ag commodities, and that sort of thing, is uh, several billion dollars a year. You know, here in Fargo-Moorhead, we don't have a, an exact number what that would mean, but it's uh, several thousand jobs and, and a, a lot of economic impact that's directly related to the ag industry. I want to get your take on this, sir. I'm assuming because you're in research, you also are looking at sort of the innovation of things in ag. And so from the standpoint, where I thought Barry Batcher just did an outstanding job creating the analogy of, you know, Mountain View back in the day, Silicon Valley here to the Red River Valley. And what's going on, for example, with the Grand Farm and all and just what is happening with ag tech? What do you see are some of the great things that are happening in ag tech? And I guess most importantly, where do you see the innovation going? Yeah, that was uh, Barry's comments were absolutely uh, on on spot on with uh, where tech is going. Certainly, as you look at uh, ag tech, you know there's going to be a lot of emphasis on robotics and artificial intelligence. So the you know collecting data, whether it's growing crops or whether it's the livestock that are in the pasture, uh, that's all going to become part of this. But really, what you're looking at, I think, is kind of a melding of of being able to use uh, you know the plant genomic data the weather data, the soil data, uh, and all of that kind of comes into play with what's, what crops are going to be selected, what hybrids are going to be selected, uh, how we're going to raise those hybrids, what nutrients might go into the fertility plan in a particular field. All that sort of thing requires uh, you know, data analysis, and uh, that's really going to be a, a big part of this is how we assemble and handle the data, how we turn that data into information. Uh, but it's really a melding of the biology and the the uh, data piece, the, the math kind of behind it, that's going to, I think, really bring this together. So let's talk about what does that mean to our great producers? What I mean specifically, I think one of the numbers jumped out to me is they said, hey, guys, uh, in not too far of a time frame, we're going to have 9 billion people on the planet. How are we going to feed all of them? So how does all this tech fit into helping our great producers make more money and feed more people? Yeah, Chris, great question. I think as you look at uh, the, the tech sector, I mean, you can travel to any farm here, you know, outside of Fargo-Moorhead now and see the tech already in place. I mean, these uh, farms are using precision planting. They're using yield monitors in their combines. They're making decisions based on the data. Uh, that's all going to continue to accelerate forward. Uh, 
you know, we're going to we're going to be feeding more people because we're going to need to do it on less land. Uh, so we're going to need to be more efficient. That efficiency comes in part from adapting more of the technology that's going to be out there. So I think that's really where you're going to see this uh, come to play is that it's going to make our producers more efficient. It's going to allow them to uh, better manage their operations, both from the standpoint of economic profitability, but also really from the standpoint of environmental sustainability. In other words, they're going to use the right amount of nutrients on the that acre of land or even that that square foot of land uh, as they're planting that crop and they're going to be making those decisions on what crop inputs and and, uh, chemicals and so on to use that are going to be really calibrated right down to the the square foot or the square yard. Dr. Lardy, you read my mind because I want to get into the sustainability conversation with you. One of the things that I spoke with with Senator Kramer that we didn't play tonight, we'll play it Friday, but the fact that the um, American Petroleum Institute just came out and looks like they might be supporting a carbon tax. And one of the things that came up in my conversation with Senator Kramer is, what's that gonna mean for our egg producers? I mean, they're using a lot of fossil fuels to run these farms. So I just wanna get your thoughts on that. Well, I think there's actually gonna create some opportunities, some real opportunities for egg producers, Chris, because agriculture is one of the few industries, even though we use fossil fuels for a lot of our field work and so on, we're really capturing a lot of carbon when you look at uh, what our plants, growing plants and our grazing management systems are able to do on native rangelands. Those sort of things are gonna be a real plus for our producers to be able to compete effectively in what I would describe as kind of this new carbon market. You know, they're gonna, they're gonna have opportunities to to, uh, utilize some of these soil health practices and grazing management practices to actually uh, com- better compete, I think, in that carbon market. So, uh, so it, there's definitely going to be opportunity there. So what I'm hearing you say, correct me if I'm wrong, that North Dakota could also lead potentially in selling these carbon units and, and lead in that market? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, North Dakota, because of some of our agricultural practices that we've already adopted uh, in terms of, you know, managing soil resources properly, uh, grazing management plans that a lot of our ranchers have, they're definitely going to be right there in the forefront of uh, kind of that uh, cutting edge of, of those carbon markets. Wow. Got about a minute left, uh, Dr. Lardy. I guess the other question then, as you think about into the future and some of the great things you're doing at NDSU Extension, we're in the middle of a legislative session. They just got done with crossover. What do you need from the legislature this year to continue to do the great things you're doing? Yeah, you know, we, we look at our agencies here with NDSU Extension and the Ag Experiment Station, Chris, as really economic drivers for North Dakota agriculture. So we really view, uh, you know, hope our legislators view uh, those opportunities to invest in our agencies. In other words, uh, provide some of those resources that uh, our agencies need to go out and better serve the agricultural industry in the state. So right now we're working on a couple of key initiatives with the legislature on extension. We're, we're seeking funds for a livestock initiative. And in the experiment station, we're seeking funds for a big data initiative. And so those two things fit right into some of the things we've been talking about tonight. Dr. Lardy, thank you for the insight. Fantastic conversation. We'd love to have you back uh, often, okay? Love that, Chris. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, sir. Keep up the great work. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, great stuff there. I mean, it's just when you start thinking about what's happening in North Dakota, if you look at the ag tech and how you're saying, yeah, Chris, we could probably lead in this whole carbon game as well. It is amazing how much of, I think for many of the world, a hidden gem North Dakota and Minnesota is. All right, stay with us. We come back. We'll be wrapping things up with our leadership quote of the day. As always, please share your point of view with us. Very easy to do. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.